Arkansas Podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it is Monday, and we are off to another week, and it's a fresh month, so I'm excited about that. I, I really would like to get past October and really past the first week of November, just kind of get a clean slate going on. There's been a lot going on with the world, been a lot going on with my business, or I should say not a lot going on with my business, things have been slow. And October was, as I've said before, one of my worst months this year. So probably my second worst month this year. So it was a bit of a tough month and I wasn't sourcing enough. I wasn't finding enough items. I I didn't see anything that I liked and I don't really know what to do in that situation because I used to just go buy a bunch of stuff and hope it would sell and then return it, but I'm trying to make better use of my time, and that's not really an efficient way to to work because what I was doing is wasting just as much time returning things as I was sourcing, and while I was making money, it wasn't really that effective of a strategy. So I'm trying to have a little bit of a transition period, I guess. I, I came off of a very, very heated beginning of the year with April, May, June, July and even August were just absolutely killer months and then September it wound down a little bit and October it really really wound down for me and it makes a little bit of sense just things were so hot all year people probably would stop buying a little bit but it is Q4 so you want to have sales numbers that are a little bit higher and that's what I'm working towards so this week we don't really have any shoe releases to talk about which is a bit of a surprise but after the release week we had last week it makes a lot of sense because we had so many profitable releases coming out that it was really kind of mind-boggling a little bit to realize that nike was putting that many releases out some of them on the same day so the air force one orange skeletons came out the same day as the frag 35s came out the same day as the air max 97 halloweens and then the I think on Friday there was a pair of dunks that came out with uh, the Slam Jam dunks. I think that those came out maybe with another pair. Maybe I'm just getting a few things confused. But all week we basically had profitable releases, and that's a rarity. You usually only have one to two uh, semi-profitable releases a week, and then every once in a while you'll get a super profitable release that comes on like a Friday or a Saturday or something. So really crazy week for reselling uh, shoes if you do that. And for me it was a bit of a wild week, but I didn't end up hitting – I don't even think I hit last week, did I? I I don't think I hit on anything, which is kind of a bummer. So um, that happens sometimes. You you end up having a bit of a lull in hits, and when there's that many profitable sneakers coming out, people kind of catch on, I think. People realize they go in the sneaker app, they see, oh, there's a pair of off-whites coming out. Oh my gosh, I see that there's a Fragment collab coming out. And the next day there is a pair of came out the day after the off-whites a pair of dunks coming out and then the day after that there's these beautiful jordan one mochas coming out i I should go for these every day of the week and they set their notifications up and so that's kind of what i think happened i think that so many people ended up just seeing all the shoes coming out and so it brought that much more hype around the the lower tier shoes the ones that typically wouldn't have nearly as much hype uh, like the skeleton 30 the skeleton air force ones those probably wouldn't have had nearly the amount of people going after them but it was such a hyped up week for shoes in general the people were just buzzing over shoes they wanted to cop anything that they could and i think that that drove a lot of people to buy shoes last week over just the norm so that's something that happened and it was a little bit of a a lull last week as far as hits for me i didn't really even have that many sales a lot of my sales have been break even at this point and it kind of sucks but at the end of the day i'm either going to be returning like 
35 to 40 of an item to a store or I'm going to be taking small $10 profits and hoping that things work out and that people don't return the items. So that's what I've been doing, small $10, $20 profits on things that I used to be making 50 60 $100 profits on. And that's just because the market has dipped down for them far beyond what I ever thought it would. And that makes a little bit of sense. And so as things continue to go on and as time goes on and stuff, I keep learning and realizing that items don't hold their value forever. And that's something we know. It's just intuitive. But for me, I didn't really realize when to see the, the breaking point, when to see, hey, I should really get out of this item. I really shouldn't be buying more of this. I just kind of kept going back to the same items that were doing well for me. And now I have a ton of inventory or a ton of inventory that has capital tied up into it. And I can't really spend it where I'd wanted to, like on the Playstations and Xboxes and all the stuff that came out earlier. And now it's kind of at a kind of at a point where I'm like, well, what do I do? I have enough capital to move, but I don't really know what I want to spend it on. I don't have a ton of stuff where if I could have done it over, I would have taken the the a large amount of money I had into inventory, saved that, and then when some of these better profitable things came out, like the Playstations, like the Xboxes and stuff, really dumped it all into that because they're going to be so profitable, it's going to be unreal. So that's just a learning point for me. You keep moving, you move on. I'm going to be moving more into Pokemon and learning a little bit more about that. I, I think that it's at a point where I'm just... Every time I see it, I kind of get sick to my stomach realizing that I missed out so much. And every day it feels like there's new things either coming out, new new sets coming out, or just older sets that keep becoming older because we, you know, as time goes on, things get older. And so these sets that are a little bit after the original set looks like they're going to be doing well, well too. So there's just there's so much to learn with that. I think there's going to be a lot of time that will pass and we'll be able to learn a little bit more about the cards and stuff so that's what i'm going to do i think that there's still a lot of opportunity to be making money in that and i'm going to be pushing to learn that a little bit i missed the initial bubble but you can still get in on things and it kind of sucks that you realize that you missed out on something so good but at the end of the day you just want to be able to make money so if there's money to be had 50 60 70 80 100 even sometimes a few hundred dollars on some of these cards that's good money. So I'm going to learn it. I'm going to really focus on that for probably this week. It's one of my goals for the week. I've been just really working on getting myself organized. I talked about it a little bit yesterday, but that's something that I've been really pushing for. And I've kind of been tweaking just the way that I work and the way that I get things done. It's been really good for me. I've been able to get a lot more done and been able to actually attack a day and get a lot more done with my reselling business and stuff. So I'm happy about that. It's just trying to get to the point where it's like, okay, what do I need to source? What what can I how can I find items to source? And that's really my biggest my biggest point right now. It's kinda of tough because I've been relying so heavily on some of the groups that I'm in. I've been relying so heavily on some of the items that have just been givens this year that I really haven't grown that much mentally. I, I've learned a lot and I've learned and I've made a lot of money, but I haven't grown sourcing wise i don't know how to go out and find items I, I feel like i'm just kind of lost when i go do it and that's not to say that i couldn't walk into a thrift store and stuff and know my items but i feel like i haven't been pushing myself to learn new niches and new items or learn new platforms like amazon and stuff which was one of my initial goals for this year and then everything went sideways and ended up working out for me because i made a lot of money but still didn't learn amazon which was one of the goals that i had because amazon is a very very profitable business to to be had so that's something that my my probably my 2021 goals will be focused on, but we'll see what happens at the end of this year. If I see some items that are doing well on Amazon, I may just start doing some uh, FBM fulfilled by merchant and seeing where things go. But what I wanted to talk about a little bit today is return policies. And there are, I talked about it yesterday a little bit, but basically return policies are, are 
very, very different in the last quarter of the year than normal. A lot of stores will do 30-day returns. It's kind of a standard. Nowadays, you have 30-day returns at a lot of stores, but what you end up seeing at bigger box stores like a Walmart or a Target is sometimes they'll do 90-day returns, and that's kind of the standard for Walmart and Target. And I think Home Depot has like the best return policy outside of Kohl's. I've talked about this before. Kohl's return policy is like if you bought something here in the last 20 years and you have a receipt, we'll give you money for it. Um, that's pretty much the best return policy I think that I've seen. Like that That's an exaggeration, but it is extremely lengthy and they'll basically take a return back anytime, which lends people to buy there more. It lends me to buy there more whenever I go to a Kohl's because I know if I don't like it, heck, if I don't ever wear it in a year, I just take it back and I have the receipt, I'll keep it with the shirt. And if I, if I don't end up liking it, whatever, I'll take it back. Like they don't care. Um, so that does bode well for them. I think that they do make a lot of money off of just that policy itself. But Home Depot has another great one, which is like 180 days. So you have half a year to return something there. So those are two of the better return policies. But what you end up seeing near the end of the year is a lot of these stores that are retail stores that typically do well for Q4. They really rely on Q4 to make a lot of their money, Christmas time sales and things like that. These stores end up extending their return policies. And you're going, well, why? Well, it's the same reason why I recommend to return to have a return policy on eBay or have a return policy wherever, which eBay is really the only one you get to really pick. But the reason I have that, and I think that that's very valuable, is because it makes people more comfortable and leads you to having more sales. Whether or not people feel like, oh, I get more returns that way, well, you may get returns, but at the end of the day, unless you're doing the sneaker program where they're authenticating all your sneakers, you're going to be getting returns regardless because people can say, hey, this wasn't the item I wanted, or hey, this showed up broken. And who's going to be able to refute that? You're not going to be able to. They don't care. eBay's not out there to say, oh, well, the buyer sent me this picture of the item that's clean and new or or has the tags on it. Like That could be any item off the internet. And while it probably is yours, they can't just side with you because you have a picture of a new with tags item. They have to side with the buyer because the buyer is the one who makes the platform. And it's kind of a tightrope that they walk because the buyers and the sellers both make up eBay. So it's tough for them. But for us, when we sell, it's good to have a return policy because it makes buyers more comfortable knowing, okay, if this doesn't work out, if I don't like it, I can return it. But what often happens more than not is that buyers end up taking the item and they do enjoy it. They, they bought it because they thought they would enjoy it. And hey, they, they ended up enjoying it or, or that they're too lazy to return it, which is another thing. So those are two options that you may run into, which are good because you get the sale. So that's what a lot of these stores do. They realize that they are able to make a lot more sales. And the other thing that they'll do is they'll offer like gift receipts and stuff, or they'll realize that a lot of people will enjoy the stores that people will buy from. So you buy something from TJ Maxx, you give it to uh, someone in the family. They may enjoy TJ Maxx, but they may not like what you bought them. So they'll take it back there. TJ Maxx will either give them money back or give them credit in store and the person goes and picks something up that they like. And that works out for them too because TJ Maxx is still getting the sale. So it, it works out that way a lot. And that's why stores do these extended return policies. But for us as sellers, we oftentimes go to these stores to source. And so I'm just going to talk a little bit about how these return policies are extended or basically just give you the dates because I don't think anybody really touches on this and I think that's important. You need to know this because for me, this is how I made money last year. This is what I did when I didn't know what I was doing. I, I literally went to TJ Maxx, Ross, and Marshalls every day of the week for two months straight. I went to about six of them and I would just run this gambit every day or every two days and then I would go home and list stuff on the weekends and stuff. 
but I was able to make a couple grand a month just doing that because they were getting items in pretty much every day, especially December time. But really, like when things start heating up in November, they start getting trucks in near the end of November, Black Friday-ish, pretty much every day and sometimes twice a day at some of these stores. So they're constantly restocking the shelves. They're constantly getting in the best items that they've been waiting on, or at least it feels that way because I always found the best items then. But it's also because they're restocking the shelves so often that you're more likely to catch a restock when you walk in there, where if they're restocking them maybe once every couple days, well, a reseller or somebody that just likes that brand, that, that really nice item that you could buy at a decent price at Ross and flip on eBay, they may have already come through. So it's important to kind of recognize that and realize that there are a lot of restocks coming in. You're able to catch a lot better of items. And so it's profitable to go in there. There's oftentimes items that you can come up with that are just way, way underpriced. And for these stores, if you just are kind of questionable about an item, the best thing is that you can buy it and return it after January is almost over. So I just want to touch on a few of those and, and go over them. So the first one that I looked at is the TJX stores. So TJ Maxx, Raw, uh, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods. I think are all owned by like the TJX brand, and there may be another one like Sierra Mountain or something like that. I don't know. That one's not anywhere around me. If you have that around you, it it is there is a store Sierra like S I E R R A. It is, it's something, I've never seen one, but if you have one around you, I imagine it's the same thing. But their return policy is anything bought between October 11th and f December 24th can be returned up to January 24th. So think about that. If you buy something this, well, I guess last month, but if you buy something this month, you have a full November, December, and almost all of January to hold that item and try and sell it. That is massive because what you end up seeing is a lot of people end up getting money for Christmas. So they will go spend money on things that they want on eBay. So that, that's another thing. Even if it doesn't sell before Christmas, people get a lot of money for Christmas and then they go spend it because that's what people do. And they'll go spend it the week after Christmas and then all of January. People are spending, people are going back into stores. Like it's, it's, it's a very, very good time to make money. So you have three months to get this item to sell. And that's a lot of time. That's a quarter of the year. And you can hold it for a while and say, okay, like, you know, I got a while to do this and it's free returns. It's not a big deal. I'll just go take it back if it doesn't sell and, and it is what it is. So you have up until January 24th for the TJX stores. And I imagine that Ross is close to those. I haven't seen a sign for them. I haven't been in Ross in so long. There's just none close to my house. I have to go like a half hour out of the way. And typically I'm getting home late because I work so far away from home that it's just like, I don't want to drive three hours today. I'd rather drive two hours, go home and get some stuff done. So that's part of the thing that I need to figure out is what Ross's return date is. But typically it was pretty close. I think it was around January 20th. Between the 20th and the 25th, you may want to call your local Ross and see when their holiday return policy, uh, when it started, when it extends to, and then when the date you can return by. But for TJX stores, anything bought between October 11th and December 24th, you can return up until January 24th. So keep that in mind. Uh, another one that you'll see is Amazon. Amazon is taking returns until January 31st. So anything bought from now until I think, I don't know, Christmas time, I didn't get the dates on that, but anything bought until from now to Christmas, and that's usually when they run to, 
up until Christmas. They'll take returns up until January 31st. So 2021, January 31st, make sure any Amazon returns that you're buying, any Amazon stuff that you're buying to source or, or stuff that you have, make sure you're returning it by then because that is your cutoff date to get things returned by for their holiday return policy. Now, Walmart, they have a little bit of a weird system. So Walmart and Target, they both do 90-day return standard, which is one of the best return policies you'll see. It's it's very good. Uh, it's very, it's, like I said, it's a third of the, or a quarter of the year. So you're already getting that return, that holiday return policy, but you're getting that all year round with Walmart, except for the fact that Walmart in their electronic section and Target in their electronic section, I think are a lot less. I just recently ran into this with Walmart. I had a few items I sourced that were electronics. I didn't realize that the return policy was 30 days. I forgot about it. I didn't mark it down and I went to return it and it was a few days past the date because I was like, well, you know, you know, I have 90 days. I might as well return it. It's like day 40. And I realized they weren't within return policy. So another thing you can do if you buy stuff online through Walmart, just go open in the chat, type into Google Walmart chat, and it'll bring up like what's going on. You say, hey, I'm having an issue with returns. And then they'll bring up like a chat person. And those people are kind of trained to make sure that you're happy whenever you leave. That's kind of how they're paid, I believe. And so that and working through the queue quickly. But they're not as bad as Amazon. Like Amazon, they don't care what happens. As long as you get off the phone and you're happy, they, they're fine. But like Walmart, they'll take a little bit extra time. So I ended up getting all my stuff returned just by going into the chat and saying, hey, I tried to return these items. I realized that they were past the day. I didn't mean to uh, wait out. I thought that I had 90 days. I thought I had 30 days. Is there any way you could help me? And they ended up taking the returns back, which was awesome. So if you do end up missing a return policy or a return date and you bought it on walmart.com or any website really, see if they have a little chat and that's a great way to get a return through just saying, hey, you know, I forgot to return this and it's past return date. I didn't realize it was due this date. Can I return it anyways? And they'll process that for you. They have the capability to do that most of the time. So um, Walmart though, they have a 14-day return policy, a 30-day return policy, a 60-day return policy, and a 90-day return policy. Standard. That's that's their standard different times of, of returns. So basically what they have now is for their 14-day return policy, anything bought up until I believe 1225, so anything bought between October 16th and December 25th, Christmas, is able to be returned, that had a 14-day return policy before, is able to be returned up until January 8th. So if you buy it anytime from October 16th till Christmas, you can return it. If it originally had a 14-day return window, it's now bumped back to January 8th. Now, if it had a 30-day return window, it has been bumped back to January 24th. So again, if you were supposed to, if you bought it on October 17th and the 30-day return window was what, like November 16th, I believe, or 15th, depending on it's a 31-day month for October. So whatever date it would be returnable by, that date is now moved back to January 24th, 2021 for a 30-day return at Walmart. They bumped it back. Now, for a 60-day return at Walmart, you have until February 23rd. I, I don't I don't even know why you would ever need that long for an item to know if it's going to sell or not. But hey, if you want to wait four months, if you bought it October 23rd, you'll want to wait till February 23rd, you know, God bless. You go do that because you have that ability to do that now. So, um, you know, you could do that and you could wait till February 23rd to return that item. 90-day return policy, it's just regular. It's just standard. They, they basically said, okay, whatever, just, just return it. Like, you have 90 days to figure it out. And so whatever 90 days from the original purchase date was, just return it at that point. So that's what they're doing. And it makes sense. I mean, 90 days from October 16th, I believe is January 16th. So you still have a lot of time. It's just it, maybe not as much time as a 60 day return window. I don't know why they did it that way other than to allow you the full 60 days from 
January or from December 25th. If you bought something December 24th, I guess, that's like the full 60 days from there. So they basically took everything bought within a 60-day return window and gave you up until the last date that you could have. For 90 days, they basically said, you have it, you've had it enough. You, you should know by now whether you like it or not. And you can return it whenever that 90 days is up. So that's, that's Walmart's return policy. Again, a 14-day return window has been bumped back to January 8th. A 30-day return window has been bumped back to January 24th, and a 60-day return window has been bumped back to to February 23rd, and 90-day returns are just normal whenever you bought it from 90 days past that date is the last day you can return it, and that's for items bought between October 16th and December 25th, Christmas. So um, the last one is Target. Theirs is just 90 days, I think, for everything except for electronics. So 90 days is pretty much the standard of Target. There's really no weird things with them. And they basically said, you know, 90 days is 90 days. You, you should know. And, I mean, 90 days, think about it. If you bought it in November, you have until February. So that's, that's a lot of time, right? That's a third of – or that's a quarter of the – why am I thinking a third? It's a quarter of the year. So it's it's a very long time to be able to return these items. So they're basically just keeping it standard. But there is one caveat for electronics. Um, they are basically saying anything – electronics wise purchased between October October 1st and December 25th returns start the return period starts for those December 26th so that's for electronics I think their electronics is a little bit different I think it's 30 days kind of similar to what Walmart has but they're basically saying okay your 30-day return window starts on December 26th or at least that's the way I interpreted it when I read it It was a little bit confusing but it said the return window starts the 26th so or it said returns start the 26th so what I'm imagining is that they're saying I don't think that the return window is ending then I'm pretty sure they're not going to say you have to return it by the day after Christmas I think what they're saying is if it's purchased between October 1st and Christmas you have your 30-day return window for that item start the day after Christmas so meaning that's you know, day one, and then day two would be the 27th, day three would be the 28th, and all the way into January, that's when you can return electronics to Target, and so that's that's pretty much it, you know, anything bought between October 1st and Christmas, you have 30 days from Christmas to return it, I'm pretty sure, now you may want to fact check me there, because I did, I may have interpreted it wrong, but that's what I got out of it, and I may have to check with them in store if I end up buying some electronics there to see what the, see if I'm right, and if that's correct, so that's your return windows it may not be the most exciting thing but it's super informative to know that because you can make a lot of money just buying things that you're unsure of realizing that it's free returns and that you really don't have any risk involved and then you have so much time to hold these items where normally tj maxx or electronics from walmart or um amazon you end up having 30 to 60 days or or normally just with all those things you have 30 days return so you're given 3x the amount of days that you're allowed to return and that gives you so much more time to sell an item it's basically like you own it at that point so you have you have three times the amount of time to sell an item before you need to return it that gives you enough time i can't tell you how many times the perfect buyers come by on day 32 or day 33 very very bizarre but they do that quite often and the buyer comes along they say hey i'd either give you a really good offer or they just buy it outright and 
you wouldn't have gotten that on a standard 30-day return window. You would have ended up returning it before then. So just keep that in mind. It's a good way to make money. If you're new to this and you're just wondering, hey, you know, what do I do? And you have um, you have money. That's the other thing. You have to have capital to do this because your credit card, most credit card windows are 30 days. So you're still going to have to pay that off and have to deal with that. So I did end up spending a lot of cash doing this and I didn't put anything on my credit card knowing that I had the return window where I could put things back into my bank account stuff. That was the strategy that I used. It worked very well. It, now January will be a mess if you do this like at, at scale. If you do this kind of heavily you have a lot of items that don't sell but you have a lot of items that do sell it's just that the ones that don't sell you're gonna have to take back and i did them in like kind of like waves because i didn't want to take 30 items back to ross they would literally have been like what's wrong with you so or they would have rejected that so i, I did it in waves to kind of avoid that but um if you are starting out not a bad idea i'm just gonna say not a bad idea it's not a bad way to make some capital to learn a little bit more about what you like to source and to learn a little bit more about what's profitable in some of these stores. So that being said, I'm going to go a little bit of a longer podcast today, but I figured I'd cover that for you guys and hopefully key you in a little bit as to what you can look for and expect from some of these stores and what the returns look like for the rest of the year. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a good rest of your Monday and I'll get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.